What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. It's so a rainy, rainy Thursday. Yeah. And very timely to describe like what's going on in Singapore, Singapore Parliament. It's now. in the mood, uh, the mood. The mood, it, yeah. The grey, the greyness of the mood. Uh. Correct, correct. Some would argue that it's not, it's not the grey, it's almost like, uh, it's like a disco, you know, with blinking lights all over the place. You're saying Parliament's like a disco? Yeah. Oh, why? Uh? Why the analogy? Why uh, the why the sudden because grey sounds like a very like I think there's a lot of sadness with what's going on with Parliament, mm. but it feels like on the surface, right? It's like it's really like a club where it feels yeah. like fucking everything bumping or exciting, you know. But deep down, right, there's a lot of sadness. Yes, yes. That was a club to me, la. I see, I see. Yeah. Sadness in the club. The very deep sadness. Yeah, it's like a song or a poem or something. <laughs> so on the surface, everyone's like having a good time, but the moment the lights come on, ah, it's just sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three a.m. when the party and they have to shut the party down. And yeah, and then you like take everyone, the taxi home alone. Yeah, who are you going home with today? Uh, sadness, 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 sadness. Yeah, sadness. But uh. Uh, yeah, our second uh, time in Parliament. Mm. Another dispatch from Parliament, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, but I, 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 I do. I talk about the greenness and the sadness because, yeah, like I mean, I think the first time there was a lot of uh, excitement and all that about what's going to be debated, mm. right? Uh, this time I walked away with a much more grey feeling about the, everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah la, same. La. I think, yeah, walking away, that was the sentiment. I mean... But you felt sad the first one already, right? The oh, first yeah, one, you correct, already correct. said sad. Every time you go Parliament, you're sad. Just sad, just sad. <laughs> yeah, just sad. I mean, it was nice that we saw some Yalabad fans there. Oh, yes, yes. Right? Yes. Uh, to all those who came and said hello, uh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. good to know that we are we're getting people more interested in Parliament, one yeah. person at a time. Yeah, one person. Two persons or three, three maybe at a time yeah, 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 yeah. three like uh, at least three mm. um, so so yeah so um, but overall it was still it was still an experience yeah. uh, we went there at a good time like everything in the news today that we're going to be talking about that's taking the headlines we were there to witness it in Correct. first person and we went prepared We I went in with like at least 10 20 cent coins Oh yeah, yeah girl, I have a whole pouch. And shit happened again <laughs> yeah. again we used the lockers locked our stuff we thought we were good and then what happened? Then I realized that I needed my IC to uh, change pass. Yeah. Then I was like, oh shit, Terrence, you got... Because my 20 cent coins were in, were the, in locker. the locker. <laughs> genius. <laughs> That's the genius. The genius. So these are the, the second level, the second level uh, uh, people. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Terrence whipped out three 20 cent coins, went in, uh, went back, uh, yeah, got my IC and we were, we were in. But I really went full Spartan. Uh. I didn't even like wear a belt because I didn't want it to trigger off the you know, metal detector and all that. Yeah, yeah. So I had like, I, I just went in, I just walked into parliament just with my IC and 20 cent coins. Mm. That's all. And an open mind. Uh. And an open mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah open yeah. mind. Yeah, Waiting to be inspired. And an open heart also. Uh, why? Oh, because of the, all the love going on in there. No, la, just open heart to, you know, like, uh, uh, it all works together, uh, your heart mm. and your mind. Mm. But I do have to say, like this this time, uh, when you talk about going in with open heart and all, it felt uh, maybe a bit less oppressive than the first time we went. Mm. Um, I mean, maybe because uh, there were a lot more people, right? I think uh, the gallery had a lot more people than the last time. Mm. Uh, you know, this time we did see some Yalabad listeners and all that. But in general, it just felt like a lot of people were watching the event, whether it's over live stream or mm. in the gallery. 
And uh, yeah, it, it didn't feel like such a strange thing to be there at Parliament like, compared mm. to the last time. Like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel for you? I mean, similar. Because I think the last time we went was during the whole ride-out scandal where it was still debatable whether there was anything wrong. Mm. In this case, it was clear that some shit is going down. Like. Yeah. It has gone down. Yeah. So And the people who, who were involved in the shit were not present. Were not there. Yeah, they yeah, either were, they've either been uh, you know taken out of parliament or yeah. they've stepped down already. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So lot, lots to cover. We're going to be mm. focusing on a couple of topics, but probably uh, yeah, la, we will cover the, the overall thing. But before we start that, Terrence, mm. what, what is it you would like to say to our listeners? Uh, I would like to say, uh, you know, we exist on Spotify, on YouTube, but also on a lot of other social media platforms uh, like Instagram and TikTok. Mm. And in fact, Instagram is where we were updating some live, not, not say updating. Stories. Like, but we were just doing some stories of ourselves outside parliament, taking photos with uh, Yellow Bird listeners and, you know. So there's actually a lot of uh, things that we update on Instagram that uh, you wouldn't see on other platforms like Reddit mm, and all mm, as well. Mm, mm, so yeah, do follow us on our social media platforms too. Mm, mm. Yeah. Cool, man. Okay, so shall we dive into it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you have browsed the internet, be it the news sites, YouTube and all, you would have seen some things that came out of parliament. Mm, mm, but mm. the first thing that we're going to be talking about um, is is the the thing about PM Lee's ministerial statement mm. and the subsequent qual- clarifications, like, mainly by a leader of the opposition, Pritam Singh. Mm. Uh, because generally, the whole process of parliament, um, overall, there was the, it started off, then there was the... Uh, swearing in of the new Speaker of Parliament. Mm. Then there was the NMPs. Yep. And then there was um, Indrani, who gave a statement on Tan Chuan Jin's hot mic issue. Mm. Then the PM gave his ministerial statement mm. uh, covering all the recent scandals. Yeah. Uh, some admissions on his own part. He did a little spiel in Mandarin, during mm. which I took a bathroom break. So Mm-mm-mm. did he say anything different, Terrence? He did. It was, it was very... It was very, uh, very different from everything else. Very different. Uh, yeah, fuck, so I missed out. Not uh, for you to understand. <laughs> I missed out so much for being inclusive. Yeah. Mm. Um, then after that, there was a bunch of questions from uh, leader of the opposition, Pritam Singh, and a few mm. other MPs. Uh, and back and forth a lot. Okay. And then it went down the parliamentary questions. Mm. Mm. So That's the thing right. we're going to be focusing on now is that ministerial statement from PM Lee. Yes. Right. Yes. Where he, he generally... Started off, uh, I mean, by by talking about the respective things, uh, briefly about ride out, and then the Iswaran, mm. uh, and then the recent scandal. Mm, mm, so right. I mean, overall, like, uh, um, for Iswaran, the main things that stood out was clarifying, uh, what happened. He went through some dates, um, and the fact that it's still being investigated now, mm. and um, then it was about the scandal mm. and how. Yeah, he knew it from way back and he even admitted that yeah. he should have acted sooner. Uh, the Tan Chuan Jin issues. Yeah, for like Tan Chuan Jin and, yeah. and Chen Li Hui. Yeah. Um, but then he went on to say stuff uh, about what is being taken and how yeah we are. Um, it's more about how we deal with these unfortunate circumstances. Mm, mm. So, I mean, anything else that stood out for you uh, from that statement? I think when we said ministerial statement by Li Xianlong, yeah. it involved him talking about this in, in um, a broader context, right? Yeah. Correct. Then after that, he had uh, Chan Chun Singh come on to give the the detailed timelines and stuff like that. I don't more details about the 
especially the Iswaran issue and CPIB and all that. Yeah. So Chan Chun Singh would basically, if you think about it, I think I think Lee Hsien Loong was about the the spirit of everything, mm. and Chan Chun Singh was the letter, you know, letter the details, the, law. the technical details and all that. Yeah. 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 So, and I mean, like, uh, I wasn't sure why uh, Chan Chun Singh was doing that, mm. but he. Like what um, I I saw was that he is um, he oversees the public service or some aspect mm, of that. Mm, mm. Like there's a reason like because he's education minister of education. Yeah. But he also holds another appointment. Uh, but it wasn't clear why he was the person talking I uh, my master. I mean, if he oversees the public service division and all, I think there were questions about a lot of uh, parliamentary questions were about um, you know whether civil servants have to declare, you know, how what's the process of them declaring gifts yeah. or whistleblowing and things like that. Uh, and how that, uh, you know, leads onto, into members of parliament as well, uh, uh, yes. ministers. Yeah. So that's where I think, when you're calling the integrity of the civil service mm. in question and all, correct. that's where Chan Chun Singh has to stand He's up. He's a minister in charge of the public service. Mm, correct. Yeah, minister okay. in charge of the public service. Yeah, so nothing out of the ordinary for him to be doing that. Like. It's yeah. not like, it's not like, Oh, he's my favorite. He's my favorite minister. That's why he's he's speaking up for me. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so if I could just go over certain things that uh, PM Lee said. Uh, mm. I mean, about yeah, the CPIP, uh, CPIB investigation into uh, Iswaran. He went through the timelines and then he mentioned that Iswaran has been interdicted with a reduced pay of eight thousand five hundred per month. Mm. I think that was the first time it was disclosed. I believe in so. this whole little uh, kerfuffle, mm. um, and that he used the civil service practice as a reference point because such incidents involving ministers are rare. Mm. Um, then he talked about how it's still ongoing and he's unable to provide more details on the case. Mm. Then the resignation of former and uh, speaker and former MP Tan Chuan Jin. Mm. Again, he went through the facts of the dates. He knew back in November 2020, he spoke to them, counseled them. Mm. Most recently in February 2023, he spoke to them again. Mr. Tan admitted he was wrong, offered to resign, he accepted and PM Lee told him that you need to take care of your wards first. Mm. Then he talked about why it took so long um, and one big thing was about the sensitivity uh, to protect the families involved and the partners involved because these sort of issues need to be taken with consideration uh, as well. It's not just, okay, if it happens, out in the public, you know. Mm. Um, Then he talked about how it's different from the case with Michael Palmer, he gave the analogy that, okay, fundamentally, is it wrong for a Speaker of Parliament to be married to an MP? Mm, mm. And in his mind, he said no. Mm. So it's not about the relationship per se or the perceived partiality. It's just that, yeah, it was problematic because they both had their own relationships. Mm. Then, uh, conclusion, okay, so assurance that they will deal with everything properly and transparently. Mm. And talked about how the systems that are in place are still systems of human beings after all. Yeah. And no matter how comprehensive they are, things will still go wrong. Mm. And he talked about some corruption cases uh, involving ministers, all of which were dealt with transparently and in his words, applied the full force of the law. Mm -hmm. Then he said some stuff in Chinese, uh, which was entirely different. (laughs) And then, yeah, that's how he ended. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so then Pritam, Pritam came up. Mm. and he so, so like uh, I think what has been clarified before also in parliament is that when a minister gives a statement the things that other MPs should ask is clarifications la. 
Mm. But mm. Pritam came up and the first thing he said, he went into quite a long spiel about a number of issues. Mm. Um, one of which was the, um, like for the timeline for Iswaran um, and some questions there, which we will get into. Then he talked about the sensitivity uh, mm. of how the issue, a private issue for say Tan Chuan Jin was dealt with with a lot of time and empathy mm. while the personal issue that Raisa Khan was facing or that had disclosed was dealt with a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, and then after that was uh, Trace Together. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. so then, I mean, we were there, we were watching it. Mm. It was quite a long spiel. Uh, and after that, the speaker himself had to come in and say, okay, you know, like, um, just to clarify, it shouldn't be a speech. Mm. Mm. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'll before I'll stop there. Like, uh, well, at that point in time, what was going through your mind? Uh? Timely intervention, but uh, yeah. at uh, which part of time? Sorry. Like after Pritam gave his spiel. After Pritam gave his spiel, where he brought up brought up the other issues. Uh. Um, I think yeah, he came out swinging. Yeah, he didn't hold anything back, and uh, I think uh, shout out to the new speaker of Parliament, Sia Kimping. <laughs> First day on the job and. Honestly, like I think it was probably like I I think he lost the plot on on the the whole like clarification process already. Like. Everyone uh-huh. had their own agendas that they wanted to put out there, and all he could do was just try his best to give everyone time to talk. But he, after a while, it just sort of veered off course already. So like. it means not so much he lost the plot, like He still had the plot. He had a plot, but he was he very hard to keep everyone. Oh, on was track. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. them hard. And and I I I'm not mocking him in any way. I'm saying that it was really tough because you could tell. Everyone was just itching to get the the piece in that right yeah yeah and and, and it got it got pretty fiery at fiery at times la. and uh, being there, I think you could really feel the points where even Lee Sien Long was raising his voice, invoking God and everything you know mm-hmm. and and or even young man Wai speakers huh you know like taking advantage of the fact this this is the guy's first day on the job la, right. <laughs> And like addressing him very, very aggressively as well. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, so that, was, that stood out to me a lot. Uh. Yeah, I mean, for me, like when Pritam went down that whole spiel, because these are clarifications and mm, there mm. was none of those questions in the standing order that uh, was issued be- the day before parliament. Uh, yeah. Which means these are all questions in response to the statement. Mm, mm. So when the moment he said that, because he he dug up the the timelines of Trace Together uh, mm. about how the PAP, and I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but but selectively uh, discloses information um, when it's convenient for them. Mm, and mm. they have all the liberty to take their time to disclose stuff. Yeah. While uh, for the opposition members, and he even said in an alternate dimension, mm, mm, uh, if an opposition um, member were to take a while to disclose things, they would be slapped with like a uh, or something. Mm. So he dug out trees together. And then after that, um, I think Indrani came up at some point to kind of say again that um, oh no, sorry. If I remember the sequence, after the speaker admonished Pritam for taking them long, Pritam mm. came up and said, oh, I'm actually not taking very long. I'm not taking any longer than PM uh, took at the last parliament mm. Uh, mm. when he was responding to some questions. So mm. I'm well within my boundaries. Yeah. Then Indrani came up and said, I was there at the same parliament <laughs> and I remember that PM Lee was responding mm. to a clarification. He wasn't yeah. making a clarification. Yeah. So then it was back and forth. Then it felt like, oh shit, is this what's going to Parliament's going to be like. Mm. Because after that, PM Lee came to respond um, uh, and then Vivian Balakrishnan stepped up to talk about Trace Together mm. and then Shamugam stepped up to talk about Raisa Khan. Yeah, yeah. 
And for the next what hour, it was mm. basically the four of them lah, just yeah. having a joust lah. Yeah. So it was uh, got off topic lah, basically. Yeah. We were dragged into stuff of yesteryear, the trace together thing. Yeah. The Raisa Khan scandal, and and that was a very dark turn as well. When it started to be this debate about who who was the one who insisted on using the word rape. Yeah. To describe the issue, you know, when when and then the, I mean, literally, Shamugam was reading the transcripts. Of the committee of of uh, privileges and and all that lah, right? Yeah. So it was like, wow, uh, it's, it, yeah, it got quite quite painful to sit through at that point in time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the context is like when Pritam was talking about um what PM Lee said about having to handle issues with sensitivity, he did say that um, you know, like we speak of sensitivity in this case when you know we need to think about families and spouses, mm-hmm. but back during the Raisa Khan saga, yeah. Um, when it was made known that Raisha Khan was a victim of rape, the the PAP and the mainstream media spared no shortage in like um like giving him time mm. And he even said, and I remember the PM standing up here and giving me a sermon on Confucian values, Confucian ethics, right? Uh, yeah, Confucian yeah. ethics yeah. and all that. Um, and and then like Shamugam came out of nowhere and and literally some things uh, he responded now and I'll quote like, uh, I'm sure he doesn't mean it, but statements, uh, but Mr Singh's statements are misleading. Um, but it was Mr. Uh, the Committee of Privileges was very sensitive about not describing what happened to Miss Khan, but it was Mr. Singh who insisted the word rape ought to be mentioned. Mm. And then it became like, you know, like a personal thing and he he just came up to clarify that and then he sat down. Mm, mm, mm. So, yeah, then, and then just hearing that word being uttered over and over again also felt a bit weird. Mm. Because yeah. it started becoming almost like this, like, what what is the debate about? Because mm. then Vivian Balakrishnan came up and clarified in his own th- very theatrical way that he objects to the characterization by Pritam. And I was sitting there and that's when the grayness started setting in. Mm. Mm. Was it the same for you? Yeah, yeah. I think it was... Uh, we were... It, it seemed quite clear at that point that we were not going to get super good answers on or clear answers on a lot of the clarifications that have been put up. Yeah. Like, did we learn anything new in the timeline of Tan Chuan Jin stepping down and all? I think there are very pointed questions about what were the steps taken in counseling yeah. him in 2020? Uh, what, you know, when he resigned in February 2023, earlier this year, what were the steps taken to make sure that his ward was taken care of? Like, right? Why yeah. did it take like five months or whatever it took? You know? So all these things were not answered. Uh, or, or brushed past and the fact that we spend so much more time talking about things that have been debated before yeah kind of derailed the the discussion la. and I think you'll read out there whether in the news articles or what that a lot of people are saying that uh, yeah we didn't get any new answers on, on these topics la, mm, right mm, mm. so yeah it is uh, that's why yeah I also did feel like oh, politics because where we are at, uh. like just to focus on the questions by uh, Pritam Singh, the thing about the timeline, he asked the PM, could the Prime Minister detail for us what exact steps were taken between February and July 2023 to arrange for the care of Marine Parade residents? Mm. And went on to say if that's the crux and and um, what why was he not asked to step down as Speaker and remain a Marine Parade MP? And the response from PM Lee was, Marine Parade was a consideration, but all things considered, I should have moved earlier. But the important thing is we move and we brought it out and we are open about it. Yeah. And it was those sort of answers that kept happening. Mm, mm. Um, and then it reached a point where it felt like, what the hell is going on? Mm. And 
it 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 felt like okay, there there's merit to debate these things, but it just felt after an hour that it had a very I I I don't know I found it difficult to watch, man. Mm, mm. I was sitting in my seat. I'm like, oh my god, what? I don't know whether it was just like cannot I cannot imagine being in the hot seat like that or. Partly, like, why are we debating all this when there are so many other issues to get through? Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and but I mean, the fact that those questions were not answered also, mm-hmm. also causes problems. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, I think the Tan Chuan Jin issues, uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is, uh, yeah, you can say that we've really brushed past, we've really gone past those issues because he stepped down and all that, right? But I think a lot of the questions were about the procedure. Like, how was he allowed to, you know, stay as the speaker in spite of the knowledge that mm. you, this was happening? How was he allowed to go on more trips, on, on official trips uh, with uh, Ching Li Hui, knowing that there was a, you know, they had a clandestine relationship going on. Uh, and there, I think it was only one yeah, since 2020. One. Yeah. But that was since 2020, uh, sorry, since 2020 when they found out. So what about the years prior and everything, uh, right? Um, and, and so, yeah, there are all these questions of, Procedure. I think the standing select committee also. Yeah, they were. were they were put together on a, a house committee. Yeah, a house committee together. Even with the knowledge that they had a kind of relation, a relationship going on. Or they they was had a relationship going on. Uh. So yeah, I I did feel like um, there was this. I I don't know why. I don't know why, but it seems like there's this real reluctance to answer about what happened with Tan Chuan Jin and all that, right? Mm. The procedural process of like, how was he counseled and all these things. Because I think those can be put down in fact, right? Mm. Whether you met him face-to-face or over email or phone call, how many times did you talk, you know, like, uh, um, what was the ultimatum given to him and was he given and was he given any kind of ultimatum or anything, right? Mm. In, in 2020 and all these things. So yeah, we, we never, we didn't get anything new other than the fact that that Lee Sien Long knew about it in November 2020 already. La. But, but yeah. why does that matter to you, Terence? Why you want to know what BM Lee messaged Tan Chuan Jin and talk to him face-to-face? Uh, again, the uh, procedural kind of things. Uh. When you find that someone has done something wrong or in your, in your parliament and all that, for you as a leader of the party and, and talking about ministerial codes and conduct and stuff like that, right? Mm. People want to know how you deal with these issues. Uh, same thing with Iswaran, right? I think... Uh, you know, the, I think a lot of people are drilling down the timeline of who knows what, when, and how, when it was released because they want to know, like, at what point, like, when the person in power knows of something going on, mm. and when do they decide that it's the right time to communicate it to public or, or to take action on it, la. Or use words like assisting investigations versus being arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Exactly. So yeah. it, it's it's it, you can't you can't keep saying that. Oh, we we deal with things very decisively and all that, but then. Or at the same time, you're like, oh, I, I regret that I didn't, I, I, I should have done it sooner and all that, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, um, it's incongruent of each other, la, these two opinions. And that's what we are, I'm, I'm feeling the sense of right now, like you keep, I think Lee Sen Long is harping on how, you know, we, we did the right thing, we did the important thing, we moved as fast as we could, but the, the timeline doesn't bear it out, la, three years, you know, to, since you found out about the, about the relationship, uh, you know, five, six months, to give him, you give him five, six months of time to like slowly go and settle his personal affairs because of you're taking care of, caring for the family. But what about caring about Singaporeans who would get upset about things like that? Like, and know? also the example that he gave that when Tarman resigned as MP, mm, mm. Uh, as minister to run for president, yeah. 
fairly fast. Mm. Uh, Halima also. Yeah. Um, I think previously Michael Palmer also. Yeah. So, when yeah. and the thing is like, because I also was thinking, okay, like, um, on one hand, yeah, these things are all on the past. Why you want to dig up the dirt? Mm. But then, the biggest consequence for that, for me, is like, people will start talking. Yeah. yeah. You know, even when Pritam brought up that very conspiracy theory uh, uh, or like alluding to some sort of theory about will uh, the will there be any police investigation into yeah. who uh, uh, uploaded the video of Tan Chuan Jin's hot mic incident la, on on online? Yeah, because it 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 is a uh, yeah it, it felt like the time was a bit too convenient la. Mm-hmm. And Indrani responded saying that oh if it's just increasing the volume of a video, yeah. then a lot of people would be guilty of it. La, so that's not a crime. Yeah. But it puts that idea in people's heads. Mm, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like if you think about it, of course, conspiracy theory only, it does feel when you look at it in totality, like, hey, why did this come up three months later? Mm, mm. Uh, and then all these scandals happen shortly after. Mm. And then Tan Chuan Jin needed to resign for some reason. Mm. And you look at his apology, which was by and large mainly focused on the hot mic thing. Yeah. Uh, was there a deflection of mm, the actual mm. like shit that was going on? Yeah. Then it just puts these questions in your mind. Yeah. Right. And even the thing about when PM Lee said that uh, Ishwaran right now is getting a docked pay of 8500 a month, mm, right? Mm. Like, okay, so when I listen to the logic, I actually agree with the fact that he needs to receive something mm. because he has not been proven guilty yet. Mm. But given everything else and the lack of transparency and the brushing over the questions, it makes me think like, eh, should he yeah. get paid? Yeah. But, but actually, going back, before we jump to this one, because uh, I, uh-huh. I think there's a whole, a whole swimming pool by itself, right? Uh, the Tan Chuan Jin thing, uh, do you agree with Lee Sien Lung's uh, insistence that there's nothing wrong with two members of parliament being married to each other? Nope. <laughs> Why? Why do you not agree? Because... Why? Okay, so you're saying that there's uh, there's still some conflict of interest somewhat. Or, or, I think yeah. so. Why? Eh? Because, okay, so I'm just like, just off the top of my head, if yeah. it's a private company, there are a lot of family, family-run companies, you know, husband, wife, CEO, COO, and yeah. shit like that, um, where you have to work together, but that's a private company, la, mm. you know? You fuck up, you do fucking well, like, it, it, it impacts, it, it very rarely directly impacts Mm. people la. yeah uh, and we all know with relationships there's always a lot of emotions la. yeah and emotions sometimes make you do things that you wouldn't do otherwise yeah correct, correct. so if you're having them in the same cabinet I thought I cannot see that logic yeah but for you yeah I mean the to me it's it was a false equivalence if, if two members of parliament were married and completely in the open and everything and then they voted in and all these things okay la, at least it's transparent we know everything la. Mm. But in this case, when it's a secret relationship that, you know, uh, like like we talked about before, can compromise, can compromise either individual and all that, like, right? Then it's really uh it's not it's not there is a conflict already, like, right? Mm. You think about it when in a football match, if you found out that the the referee was married to one of the players, that players on the team that he's officiating over, yeah, you're, you're like what Lee Sen Long say, they're not the player is not reporting to the referee, all right? It's not mm. under direct line of report or anything. They don't affect each other's salary. But the referee's job, like like the speaker's job, is to officiate proceedings in parliament and all that, right? Mm. So there will be this sense of, like, eh, something is, there could be favoritism and all these things, like, right? Mm. And you will don't want, even want to get to the point where people can even think there is a, an act of favoritism at all. Like. But, I mean, your question was whether, like, um, 
I agree with what PM Lee said about there being no issue if the speaker is married to an MP. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you were saying that that's a false equivalence, but that was what PM Lee also said, right? that is different. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's different. So, so yeah, but I, yeah, I, in general, I think any kind of relationship between two members of parliament or that need to be scrutinized more carefully. So would you be okay if the Speaker of Parliament was married to an MP that was very out in the open? Oh, no, I don't. That, that's not open. That's not okay. Because that's the analogy ah, I'm yeah saying. La. La. It's like a referee being married to a player that they're officiating in a World Cup match or something uh-huh. like that. It's not... There's, obviously, there's some conflict of interest. Uh, immediately, even without them like uh, reporting to each other or anything, there's a conflict yeah. of interest there already. Yeah. That's why, to me, that's why, that's why it seems... That's the speaker is like the referee of a of a match, right? Between yeah. you know, people in parliament and all that. So it's not, it's just, it's, I, I don't understand the, why there's like no, it's, they seem to be brushing by the fact that, that I mean, there is something wrong there. Maybe he kind of needs to say that lah because his, his wife is also like very influential in the, in the running of Singapore lah, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's some of the chatter that's going online, yeah lah, that there's a lot he of- can't, He can't not say that, right? Yeah, right? Like, yeah lah. But then yeah, it totally doesn't make sense. Like I can imagine, okay, if you're a boss in a company mm. and you're you're married to an employee, that yeah. one okay or not? No, it's 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 I mean no actually so so yeah, if that was completely out in the open and the company is maybe it's a small business or family run and all that, then I mean that's that's how it is, all right. It is a family running the company and all that. Mm. But as you get bigger and you have uh, you know, your board directors and code of conducts and all these things, then it needs to be you need to start distancing yourself. So from, from each other's. So you think like let's say a company like a huge MNC, mm. the if the CEO is married to one of the employees, uh, I think I think still problematic. This problematic. Oh, problematic yeah. for you. Uh? Chain. I mean, then there's a direct direct chain of uh of command, right? So for me, that is uh that's not problematic for me because it is the company makes a stance on this. Mm. There's I don't think there's a clear right or wrong, but there's a company policy mm. when it comes mm. to politicians. Uh, yeah, where you are making decisions on behalf of the people. Mm. It's very different from, um, for me, like a private or even a listed company making decisions on behalf of their stakeholders. And, mm. and I, don't, I, I really feel strongly about it. I don't work there. Mm. But the, the thing is that these things, uh, questions of favoritism can arise, right? Mm. The moment that you are in some, some sort, of, you're in the chain of command, so to speak, mm. where you're married to someone below. And then mm. the people in the middle, like they start to get like, feeling nervous about how do I treat this and oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, right? Yeah. So if you want to, if, if, if you're doing things right, like, I think then you would try to address that by, you know, moving to another department or something where mm. it's not a direct chain of command and all. Uh, but, but in this case with Tan Chuan Jin, you know, I, I see it much more as a, it's, it's like a referee and a player in a match huh? mm. uh, where it, there, there's a very clear, not a reporting line, but there's a very clear effect that one can, one party can have on the other person's uh, prominence or you know ability to speak in parliament and all yeah so it's just yeah it's just, it just uh, feels weird, weird right? and, then, uh, and and he insisted on it and repeated it again as if like he's trying to make emphasis that yeah. you know think carefully you know is there anything wrong I was in my mind I was like yeah there is something wrong you never put up like, your hand you never put up your hand you can't even talk right <laughs> so yeah the, the whole thing just felt like uh, just such a weird justification and and I would rather that they just take a much stronger stance against it, lah. You know, mm. and 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 not to say throw anybody under the bus, right? But just be very clear that these are not standards that we live by, lah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But now it seems like this gray area where, like, oh, so can marry, can marry, have an affair, 
can do what or oh, I can't help it it's so then all the supporting. people who are like fucking in parliament they're like okay maybe we, if we get married it'll be fine maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah if we get married it'll be, we can carry on but we just need to get married now. Okay, 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 okay. we got declare. PM Lee's permission on record yeah. Yeah. that if we are married it's fine yeah. if we are just like uh, 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 like more than friends then cannot yeah. La. Yeah. so that's why we, I felt like we were going to deeper and deeper shades of grey mm. where I was like what, so what does he actually think of what Tan Chuan Jin did. Are you telling me that it, oh, it would have been okay, but you know, because of public outroar, so outroar and, and all that. That I guess makes gives even more context for a question asking about what was the counseling process like? Exactly. Yeah. Maybe he was like, guys, you couldn't get married, right? Yeah. And they're like, uh, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're thinking about yeah, it. Because like, yeah, yeah. we'll oh, if you get married, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But now this one cannot. Yeah. You divorce your, your partner, uh, Chuan Jin, and then uh, Ching Li Hui, you just, you know, commit and then, then it'll be fine. You know, it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. So that's why I think the questions were all valid, right? And it's not just opposition poking and all that. I think I think people want to know why why the process took as such, and they don't want to just hear that. Oh, yeah, we we dealt with it, but it's, it's dealt with it like three years after you found yeah. out. You know, I will say that I I feel like Pritam could have made the same point about Raisa kind of without having to use the rape word so many times. Like. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that one. And like I mean, I've, I know part of the two the two cadres or something that mm, used to work mm. for WPA, they posted that they were disgusted. Mm. And I don't think I'm even being like super woke by saying it, but just by hearing it, if you refer to it, we all know what you're talking about. Mm. But the fact that it became like a prop in this argument, right? Mm. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck! Why are we going down to this 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 level? Mm, mm. You know, and just and I mean like uh. Like now, if we like to, to bring up the Iswaran thing again, mm, mm, mm. it's like when you see arguments like that or like false equivalences like that, it makes me reconsider my stance on like, should Iswaran get money? When I think logically, I don't think he should be docked fully because if you want to respect the rule of law, he's mm. innocent until proven guilty. Mm, mm. But then now I look, I'm like, was it an opportunity for the PAP to really say that we do not tolerate even the allegations mm, mm, mm. and we are, we are so intolerant about it that the moment you are suspected you are you are almost ostracized uh, right? yeah not say guilty until proven innocent but yeah don't want you anywhere near taxpayers money or, or yeah. Yeah, anything like that right? and then someone asked a question I don't know was it Denise Poir or something saying is this outside of the MP allowance yeah, yeah. so then it became known today that yeah it's not it's not yeah because it, it it, uh, for him to not get his MP allowance, it requires Parliament to, I think, like file motion. Yeah, or someone like, is yeah. Game suspended. Yeah. But but over over yeah, I mean, so what are your thoughts about Iswaran still getting his eight thousand five hundred dollars? Like I would still say that I agree with the logic that until proven guilty, mm. he, a docked pay sounds okay la. And if you go mm. by percentage of pay. Mm. Uh, rather than the absolute amount, I agree with the philosophy behind it. Mm, mm. Uh, but then everything else comes into play. But you ask me like that logic, I, I agree. But yeah. for you? Uh, for me, that it, the, the surprising thing is that it seems like, okay, there's no real precedent. Yeah. Right? Let's, take, uh. let's take what Lee Sen Long is saying. It's, it's true. Like, there's no precedent for this because how often do ministers you know, uh, encounter this situation? Uh, that means that a lot of this $8,500, essentially, he, like he said, was his decision to do it. Like, yeah, right? yeah. And he took guidance from what is done for civil servants, which is, I think, I believe is 50% yeah, of the pay yeah. and all that, right? But at the end of the day, it's still him making the call on what, who to follow, what guidance to follow and all that. So I'm quite surprised that because I did have this discussion with some friends a couple of weeks ago. 
where it was like, what is the strategy of Iswaran right now? Are they going to, you know, hang him out to dry? Like, like what you say, like, stamp down and say like, this, this is not something we can tolerate at all. This person is corrupt and everything. Or are they going to cushion the fall a little bit, you know? Like, mm. oh, you know, yeah, okay. You screwed up, but, you know, we'll, yeah, sorry, you got to go, and but we'll take care of you when you go out and things like that. Like. Hypothetically, like, right? Mm. That, that's the discussion. So when you when when he declared that eight thousand five hundred dollars, then plus the fact he's still getting his MP allowance while not doing anything, you know, not even being allowed to be near his work and all that, it, it feels like the the second option, lah. The oh, let's cushion it for him a little bit, lah. You know, mm. as opposed to the very like, no, let's stamp this out. I don't want this guy anywhere near our you know our government buildings or taxpayers' monies and everything like that, lah. Right. Um, yeah, so so that's why I, I was quite surprised. I thought, uh, like, when the group of people I was talking to, most of them would, felt that they would totally hang him out to dry. Mm. As in, like, this is not someone we want to associate with anymore. Mm. But when they said, oh, now we're still paying him uh, $8,500, yeah. it felt like, oh, let's let's cushion it a bit. Oh, just be fair to him a little bit, you know? Because yeah. I don't think it's a binary thing. I don't think it's, okay, you either you get your, your salary or you get zero. Mm. It could be, for this moment that you are suspended, no pay leave, if you're found innocent, then you, you can be back paid. Yeah. yeah. There are ways to do it that are completely justifiable and still respect the rule of law and logic, right? Exactly. So I I, I felt like did did nobody in the, you know, in the the team, the the core management of, of the PAP and all that think that think of that solution, right? That mm. wouldn't make people like sit up like, what? This guy earns more from sitting around waiting and being interviewed by C- CPIB than I do in like two months or something like that. Right? But as some people have indicated, poor thing, no, he cannot rent 26 right out. <laughs> yeah, only three months only 24,500. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. he cannot rent the 28,000 plus. To dip into his savings. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, but like, like exactly like what you said because one thing that they did also say um, that if he's found guilty, there will be consequences. Mm. On the flip side of what you suggested, what, can the consequence be that everything he was being paid from the time that the accused crime happened that gets clawed back. Mm, because mm. in some sense, yeah, like, it's also saying that if he's found guilty, this whole issue will be solved because it will be taken care of. Mm. So that's where it feels like even the, like the, in the speech, it's such a good opportunity for PAP to do exactly what they're saying. Yeah. That we will apply the full force of law. Yeah. That we will go above and beyond. That will be transparent. Then you look at this, you're like, hey, fuck, like, you want to be neutral so you listen to it, you're like, yeah, if it's your discretion, then what sort of message are you sending? Mm, mm, right, and, yeah. and it just felt like a missed opportunity. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying that, so that's where our politicians are at, where they are so out of touch that they feel, they feel like, wow, I cut his pay yeah. until 8,005, them poor thing. Yeah, poor thing, that's poor less thing. than half, no, Terrence. Yeah. But it's still double the median income in Singapore, like, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's still... I think the, the the optics of it just look really bad, and it, it, I just very surprised because I thought I thought PAP, you know, talking about corruption and all these things would just like absolutely distance themselves from this thing and not like even allow any kind of conversation about oh how come we are still paying Iswaran this money? That That's why. But it came up. It came up, and and <laughs> then if did someone and the further digging is like oh he's also getting his. His uh, MP allowance and, then, and what? So he's getting twenty four thousand five hundred dollars a month or thereabouts, uh, right? And then if you think about it, like we have no idea about the details of the crime, but it seems like there was some issue of corruption, which yeah. means that 
and you know the emphasis on like any decl- any gift worth more than fifty dollars, you have to declare and stuff. That was what Chan Jun Singh was saying. Yeah. So you join the dots. You're like, okay, chances are his case might be about misappropriating money. Yeah. So yeah. money is at the core of it. Yeah, exactly. And then you're still giving him this so nonchalantly, like, yes, you know, like it is the right thing to do. I decided. I'm like, hello, wow, come yeah. on, man. And I felt like yesterday, like I, I think like I spent, I've spent more time in Parliament than Iswaran has this month. <laughs> yeah, but he's getting paid a lot more for it, a lot more for not being in Parliament than, than we are. And I mean, okay, like, objectively <laughs> on the grand scheme of things, it feels like a small issue, lah. Yeah. Right, it feels like you know why why are we even spending so much time on this. But it's like it just it just has this feeling of that 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 paints the same thing over everything, mm. And remember, walking out also, we said, "Wow, this one confirmed tomorrow is going to be a topic." Yeah, because now anything to do with material wealth is a topic. Also, because for for the longest time we have heard they are paid that much because they to, to prevent corruption. Yeah. Yeah. Even now, fucking Shamugam's watches are being dissected. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Any, double wristing. Uh, double double wristing. wristing. Apple watch on the right hand and uh, a very Some expensive. I, can't even, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but it's like, I think people are estimating 30, plus 30 K, right? grand, right? 30 grand oh. for his watch. Yeah. Yeah, so it feels like, okay, like politics is an optics game. Yeah. They've been playing optics game for fucking long already. Yeah. Now, sorry, you have to, you want to play the game, you play the game and it just boggles my mind whoever is in charge of their PR, their comms, their speeches, not realizing that the moment you talk about minister salary in any way, mm. people are going to jump on it. Yeah, correct, correct. That's so it funny. just feels like at the end of the day, I mean, aside from that, if you don't care about the future of Singapore and future of politics in Singapore, there were a lot of entertaining moments also. Like. There were, there were. Uh, and then what, what, actually what, uh, was a, what, what was it about being there live that you felt was different from what someone would have seen at home? Like? Because of the nature of the discussions, which sometimes were tense, sometimes mm. were awkward, mm. you can watch everyone's reactions. Yeah, yeah. You can look at the five new NMPs at the back just sitting there like, oh shit, what a yeah, first what a, <laughs> what a first parliamentary session to be sworn in. Yeah. Then you can look at Leong Man Wai's never-ending face of glee. Yeah, he was like literally like clapping his hands gleefully when I think Indrani, Tan Jin's hot mic, right? Yeah, Indrani was being asked about uh, how she treated Tan Jin's hot mic issue yeah. vis-a-vis. Be, be, given the fact that the speaker is supposed to be one enforcing a lot of the discipline and all, but she's the leader of the house, so does she have actually have authority over him or what? Blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. So it was, it was wow, like, Leong Man was just celebrating. Then he also asked the question, right? Uh, just to clarify, speaker, uh, will a uh, leader... Will I will I be getting an apology? Why was there no apology <laughs> uh, during the issue between me and uh, Bal- Minister Vivian, Balakrishnan? Yeah, yeah. And Vivian Balakrishnan is just sitting there. Yeah. And then you look at Leong Man Wai, he's like, I mean, he kudos to him for just pointing out certain things that need to be pointed out. Lah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he, it's like a marathon, lah, right? And yeah. He's he's running the marathon. Lah. Maybe Tan Chuan Jin all in his very running gung-ho thing, he's, he's sprinted. And he's like the turtle lost, and the like, hair. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, exactly, and the hair. exactly. Tan Chuan Jin is like this hair, you know, like, wow, yeah. fucking... Uh, running from house to house. And my wife just slowly just getting the turtle, you know, my wife, the turtle, you know, once in a while get thrown off track, get rocks thrown at him and all, but he's just chugging yeah. along. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, just talking about that 8.5k thing again, how... What do you recall of it being like in the private sector, right? When when situations like that happen? Wow, that one. Okay, so 
I'm not fully sure, but the one thing I know in the private sector, the moment you are being investigated for something, right? Mm. Don't even know whether you will have a job waiting for you after the investigation. You might be fired straight away, right? You might be fired straight away. Yeah. Getting a next job is going to be fucking hard. Yeah. It blows my mind that it seems that if Iswaran is clear, he would just jump back straight into the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I think the, the equivalent is like some guy working in a job, then he does something stupid on social media and then like gets the company yeah. of a lot of uh, hatred and all that, right? Straight away, the guy's gone the next day. Yeah, they unjustifiably day. also yeah, just Justifiably. Gone. Nobody even asks about what's the processes involved in firing him or anything like that. They just like, we don't want to be associated with this guy already. Yeah. So I'm very, sh- that's why I'm very shocked when I see like, wow, this guy is literally being arrested by the Corrupt Bureau, uh, Corrupt uh, Practices Investigation Bureau. And he's still being paid, you know, a very healthy salary to sit around at home. Okay, healthy by by plebeian standards. Plebeian like, standards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plebeian. But maybe cannot afford like nice watch and and, and you know rental ride out and all. But it's still such a jarring thing when you talk about like oh yeah you know we will extend the fullest force of the law on it and everything. But then you know that eh, but you made that discretionary decision to pay still pay him eight thousand five hundred dollars a month. Like, yeah, right. I think that's the the one thing like, That's maybe just getting tiring to hear that. They were, you know, uh, I think even Chan Chun Singh said that it is not circumstances that define mm. a generation. Mm. It's how people uh, deal with those circumstances. Yeah. yeah. Then it feels like, okay, we hear this. We hear that you're fully transparent. We hear that you do not tolerate this. We hear this is how you've been operating. And here's a chance to really take action mm. that echoes that sort of sentiments. Yeah. But yeah. they didn't. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, it, it was just like, you look at it, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, um, that's why, yeah, it was a grey feeling. La. Yeah. Like parliament, attending parliament right now is bittersweet. Very correct. It's bittersweet. Yeah. And I think there was one, um, the, you know, uh, I think one of the newer MPs, Carrie Tan, mm. she came up with, to ask certain questions about, um, about whether, you know, people entering politics can have some kind of like assurance that their private lives won't be so scrutinized and everything. I'm paraphrasing. Mm. But, I just thought it was the most inane questions ever. It's almost like even this, I could even sense that the speaker it was like, carry on, get on with it. Because so she was, oh, I think she asked the oh, speaker if you can indulge me for my, my, I know this just for clarifications, but if you can indulge me time for my question, my questions. Then the speaker was like, yeah, don't don't test it too much. Huh? You remember that? <laughs> no, I, I don't remember yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. But there, I think there was a, somewhere in the middle. And I, yeah, I'm not alone. I think a lot of people on the internet are like, she just wasted like, five minutes of everyone's life. not have your... So why why you think it's a waste of time? Because she was basically asking like, oh, you know, for singles, if they enter politics, then they know they're going to be scrutinized so hard, then they might not be able to find partners and get married and things like that. I did not see that part. Yeah, you got to go and see it. Just to, like, at the depth of what was being discussed in parliament, the gravity of what was being discussed in parliament, and then she takes five minutes to kind of ask these questions. And, and what was and the I mean, response? What was the response? The response were, were kind of like, I think Chan Chun Singh sort of just, I, I can't remember exactly, but it was just Chan Chun Singh gave her, you can go in, I mean more like, you can go in, we've talked about this before, or you can go and look <laughs> it up somewhere, that kind of thing. Which I, I, I thought was, yeah, okay, yeah, please, thank you Chan Chun Singh for like, just moving things on, because nobody's interested. To hear for once response. his monotonous way of speaking was just, okay, curb the, curb the thing in the bar. Yeah. You know, and, and one thing about Chan Chun Singh was that, uh, and I mean this in a good way, uh, maybe in a good way, he was really boring. Uh-huh. And maybe that's what we need more of in life today. Boring politicians who just get shit done. 
don't sleep around, don't like, you know, argue about, argue, you know, theatrically in parliament about, oh, is it, is it, can you really say this thing, Mr. Singh? You know, things like that. Lah. Yeah. Mm. So, actually, I, that's true. Uh. Yeah. So, so, in some ways, like Chan Chun Singh at points when he came out, although it was, to me, it was boring, but it was like, I mean, this is just a guy doing his job. Lah, right? And there's no, there's no flavor, there's no spice. Yeah, He's yeah. just like, okay, I have to say this now and yeah. you know, this is the statue <laughs> of the 23. Yeah. No, but it's true. Like, maybe that is something to aspire to. The day there's a full gallery of the public watching yeah. Parliament, uh, yeah. it's not a good day, man. Yeah. yeah. Because then, then people are there for like, the theatrics, I uh. for the theatrics. And right now, there's more and more of it. Yeah. The yeah. day that everyone speaks like Chan Chun Singh is yeah. a day we need to celebrate. Correct, correct. Yeah, so don't, yeah, people don't, don't get us wrong, right? We uh-huh. are saying go to parliament to see how affairs are conducted and all that, but uh-huh. not because, yeah, like, we're gleeful to see the source and all that. Like. And I, I say that because we, we left feeling quite sad, like, right? Mm. That, you know, a lot of questions were not answered and, and it feels like us as a public, we're even more in the dark than ever or we feel we, we're even second guessing a lot more of what what has actually transpired in the whole Iswara and Chan Chun Singh even more mm, than mm. before la. yeah and that's the part I feel sad about that you know we we did not get uh, any more clarity on it la. like the ride out road issue whatever it is we could we could argue about you know the ethics of the conflict of interest and all that la, right? and, and it was frustrating to watch but at least details were being provided about a lot of things that were being asked, like, I felt, more so than, than, than here, than in this situation, where it was just a lot of like derailing and deflecting of, of questions. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, the sad thing is there were a lot of other things that were discussed, but it's never going to occupy the headlines. Mm, mm, because mm. every article now, including ourselves, we are talking yes. about the stuff that, that was more uh, standout. Yeah, correct, correct. Which mm. is bittersweet also. Mm. Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. because because like um, yeah. If Parliament is exciting for reasons other than the policies, uh, wow, that's not good, man. That's not good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, we, what we, what what I saw and all is that I think there were a lot of people watching the live stream. Mm. Even those, yeah. So not just people who are in Parliament, but also a lot of people watching live stream. So yeah, there was a lot of um, a lot of eyeballs lah. So I I guess as a politician. It's that's that's the opportunity to be seen and heard, lah, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the interesting thing also was just seeing the 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 opposition, like the Workers Party, like sort of like uh, I mean, each of them had individual questions, but like I think some like Sylvia Lim or what she stood up to like, oh, you haven't answered her thing rules, second question, mm. or things like that, lah, right? Yeah. So it was almost like, oh, there's some behind the scenes there, like texting each other, oh, make sure you ask this question and all that kind of thing. Uh. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite interesting. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's still it's still worth going down just to understand the dynamics of it. Correct. Uh, and, and how it feels like, because it's not an easy job. Like, mm. to all MPs, it's not an easy job. Yeah. Uh, and kudos to you for being part of it. But when we watch these kind of things unfold, it really feels like, uh, why? Why? Yeah. Correct. Why? Why? I mean, Parliament's still going on today mm, and it probably will still mean. go on till tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There might be more. Yeah. From what I understand is because, yeah, this hot topics or that, that's why Parliament is running for three days rather mm, than two. Mm, mm. So there will still be a lot of opportunities for more things to come up. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. So it's a developing case. Mm, mm, that's right. It is a developing case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shall we move on to the one short things? 
one should comment. comment. One yes, should yes, comment. Yes, yes. Um, what is your one should comment? My one should comment is uh, the last podcast or the podcast before that, we just asked people to, you know, partake in the poll questions that appear on Spotify after mm. the episode, yeah. if you do listen to it. Um, and yeah, right after that episode, uh, quite a few responses. Mm. I'll just read off some. Uh, someone asked, you know, like, uh, love the little improv skit about the assenters. I recall we did something like that, but I can't remember what it was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious as to what the criteria of items get no, decided. It, it was that one where we said like uh, the GIC, uh. the chief economist of GIC or what, who was one of the assenters of Tarman. What oh. if Ngok Song also oh. went to him asking to be an assenter for oh, him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's was true. funny. Yeah. That's true, that's true. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so other people said, I'm curious as to what criteria of items get decided by the courts and what gets decided at the sole discretion of the Prime Minister. Mm. Um, so that was something related to the topic. Someone else asked, do these responses qualify for one short comment too? And the answer is the resounding yes. Mm. So mm. so keep them coming, man. And I think, I think we can pu- make these comments or some of them publish to make it uh, public. So mm. the ones I just read out, I'm going to publish them. I have no idea what's going to happen. But uh, yeah, it'll probably show up on the episode. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And what about you, man? Um, I mean, we get a lot more uh, comments on our YouTube channel now. Mm. So one that came up like four days ago, uh, you know, it's always nice to hear people who are listening to us for the first time, whether they came discover us through YouTube or what. But Ishnin said, very underrated, fair and honest podcast. Unlike other podcasts which ends with a specific source. Keep it up. <laughs> so, yeah. specific, specific sauce. So then some people responded asking, sauce? You mean what? What, what do you mean? What you mean sauce? like gossip sauce or, or like. Or SOS sauce? Like, like that kind of sauce. Like. Sauce. <laughs> a condiment. Condiment. So yeah, it's, pretty, it's just pretty funny to, to read people making insinuations like that. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, okay, then what about the one shock thing, man? Uh yeah, my one shock thing, uh you know, off the back of like uh something we had discussed prior mm. was actually from um uh Pierce Morgan interviewing Sam Harris about um about the oh sorry about the nineteen seventy five uh kissing on stage in Malaysia. Mm. So yeah, I I think it's it's pretty interesting because uh for for context, Pierce Morgan is. A uh, UK TV presenter who's seen as uh, generally quite, uh, you know, like quite combative and quite, in some instances, right, seen as more conservative, lah, right? And he's talking to Sam Harris, who is also a, no, in from the US, who's known to be a, you know, a writer, author, philosopher, uh, who writes a lot about the the human condition and, and things like that, like, and how mm. how to think about your your place in the in humanity. So yeah, it's quite interesting that they talk about the Matt Healy LGBT kiss, the stunt in Malaysia. But uh, the conversation veers into something, uh, into a bit more, uh, how do you say, uh, contentious issues la, mm. about, about uh, you know, the role of religion in society. And, and Sam Harris is uh, quite a known like a uh, thought leader as well. Yeah, he was the guy who, remember Ben Affleck once had an argument with him about him being an Islamophobe. In a video. Oh, is it? Yeah, that was, that was Sam Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he also runs a very successful podcast. Correct, correct, yeah. And he's written quite a bunch of books. Yeah, but he has very strong views about the role of religion in secular life and all that. Mm. So, yeah, uh, you know, this it's 
And they talk, they reference certain things like, remember the Richard Dawkins interview where Richard Dawkins just clammed up when talking about issues like that. So yeah, they referenced it and talked about it in this like 11 minute video. Oh, is it? It's yeah. on Piers Morgan's show? La. Yeah, yeah, it's on Piers Morgan's show. So oh, interesting. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, and because it's related to what happened in just up north in Malaysia, it's mm. quite interesting. La. But yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, my one show thing is an article published by The Athletic mm. uh, titled David Beckham, The Interview, Miami, Messi, Manchester United and more. Yeah. And it's uh, one of those longer form articles that um, talks about... You subscribe about, to The Athletic? No, I don't subscribe. Oh. This was one of those free ones. Okay, okay. Um, or maybe like you, you can read every f- number of free articles a, a week. Uh. So it talked about... Uh, I mean, he's one of the co-owners of Inter Miami Yeah. Uh, who recently signed Lionel Messi, la, yeah. you know? arguably the best player in history. Mm. Um, and he talked about the process of signing Messi and what it meant to him. And yeah, like even the formation of Inter Miami mm. uh, came about back in 2014 when um, Beckham himself realized that it, towards the end of his career that he never wanted to go into coaching mm. or never wanted to go into like managing, yeah. but he still wanted to be involved in football. Mm. And an opportunity, opportunity came out when he was playing in MLS to kind of licensed the franchise of one of the teams. So Inter-Miami mm-hmm. only started a few years ago. Yeah. And it was the brainchild of him and two uh, other uh, co-business partners. Mm-hmm. And the process of bringing Messi like, had it seeds years ago. Like. Mm-hmm. And in this article, yeah, like Beckham just talks about how, you know, this is, this. He's, he had one line, like, he said he never thought he would feel uh, what he felt as a player after he, he uh, a moment like, like this, um, after stopping being a player. Mm. Uh, and he said it was one of the biggest things that he has ever managed to pull off, like bringing mm. Messi to Inter Miami because yeah. for the good of football and for the good of changing the face of the game in the US. Mm. Mm. So I thought, hey, shit, this article gives a lot more depth to Beckham being involved in Messi going to Inter Miami. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's quite interesting. Uh, quite, quite, quite interesting. And you can see like the passion. And you know, you hear some stories of players once they retire and they just... Like lose their money or just mm. become aimless. La. Like for Beckham to realize that okay, towards the end of his career, he needed to find his next thing mm. that's gonna be for the rest of his life. Yeah. And yeah, now he's just like, I can just doing it. Yeah. And uh, I think LeBron and all are also investors in it in into Miami. Potentially, potentially, yeah. 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 So, and, uh, yeah, it's really being an ambassador for the sport and bringing it to a new a place, a very, very big market, right? That yeah, exactly. Where, where soccer isn't, or football isn't the most popular thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought this years ago like, when he when he first went to MLS and there was a, there was a very big, a big thing, thing back, uh, back then because it was really like, huh, what the hell, David Beckham has still has so much to give. Why is he at MLS, right? Yeah. And then he flirted and still played with like AC Milan After and all that, that right? Yeah, yeah, correct. So, I remember back then, that was when I was, when we were studying the US mm. and all. I remember like, a lot of Americans there were like, oh, this is just like a cash grab, you know. He's just there because, you know, for the money and things like that. But, I mean, over year, over the years, it has borne itself out that he's, he's doing more than that. Because yeah, of money, I mean, money, he's got no issues with getting money or getting endorsements and things yeah, like that. Yeah. But, it's, but setting a football club isn't exactly the fastest way to make money either, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah. he's literally setting up a football club, building a stadium and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And yeah, the seed of it was when he was there. And like what you said, like the thing about David Beckham, he started off in England, then he went to Spain, mm. then he went to the US, then he went to Italy, then he went to France. Yeah. So yeah. Technically, a lot of the, the big countries he covered already. Like. Yeah. And then now the, there's one line he said, I have, I have come in every single morning at 7.30 a.m. just to see Messi, to just know it's real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah, so, so it's, a, it's a nice article. Uh, nice article. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, man. Cool, man. 
Awesome. Uh, awesome. Okay, cool. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to y'all soon. Cheers.